What's up, guys? We are back with episode seven of Beyond the Smokestacks. I am joined by my co-hosts, Christian. What's up, Christian? How's it going, Joe? How's it going, Davi? And that boy, Davi. What's up, Davi? So I just got a just got a hat real quick. I'm not sure what what way to put it on, but <laughs> I need a haircut so the, the hair looks like shit. <laughs> Boys, we fucking made it. Opening day is Saturday, a couple days away. How are we feeling? Uh, I, I feel okay. You know, I, I could definitely feel better. I was hoping that, uh, I mean, all signs point to the Santi and Ledesma moves being legitimate, but I would hope that we would have had them in time for the opener. But I mean, this, you know, typically we our new signings miss the first three games of the season anyway. So, yes. Better uh, you know, than yeah, I guess better late than never. But uh, overall, I'm glad that we got Gabby back because I wasn't here last week to, to talk about that. But uh, we have Gabby, and uh, yeah, um, pretty stoked stoked on that. Also, obviously, they they started playing uh, 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 Mati at the ten. Apparently, they started experimenting with it a little bit, so we technically have a ten or somebody that resembles a ten going into the season. So that's that's a good time. Yeah, and he's an Argentine, so yeah. Guys, I'm just like the fuck. The season's back. Like I'm, the boys are back. Like, we're, like the games are real. Like I'm just fucking pumped. I'm so excited. I, this off season felt and like we're forever. Gonna, and we're actually going to be able to watch them. I'm like Coachella. Thanks, uh, Apple. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks, Apple. Appreciate it. Yeah, all we, all we, had, we, we had to freaking do deep dive on on YouTube to find fucking highlights or, or follow some random person who was at the game who was posting highlights. That was fantastic. But I'm just I'm so excited that that the games are real and that they're back and that the season's back. I'm so the, the kit looks great. Um, I'm just so excited to for soccer to be back and for NYCFC to be back. Um, I mean I'm not very thrilled that our our first uh, our first real game is against Nashville. I wish it was against a little bit more of a uh, of a cupcake. Um, especially because I did I did a little uh, research. Um, we don't typically do well on the season opener. Um, and also, I mean, Davi, me and Davi had a little conversation before. I didn't realize that every single season opener since our inception has been away. <laughs> yeah, no, we've never had a home. We've never opener. had a home opener, uh, a home season opener. And, that, and that, could, that could all fall on the uh, stadium situation. I guess yeah. the stadium's just never available. Well, I think uh, I think baseball stadiums like go through a period called some, a lot of our you know cut because we've been dealing with this situation for so long. A lot of uh, our listeners and NYCFC supporters will know, uh, will be familiar with this term at least. Uh, all baseball stadiums go through a process called winterization when there isn't play, you know, basically between late November, December, January, and I think most of February, if not all of February. So, like playing uh, a game uh, at Yankee Stadium is just not possible because I remember that was one of the reasons why we couldn't play a Champions League game at. Uh, uh, that, that, it wasn't just uh, the sponsors that were surrounding the field. It was also the fact that the, uh, the it needed to go through winterization. And yeah, so, you know, not surprised. Uh, I would feel a lot better about it if we weren't so shit on the road, like historically. Like like over the past few seasons, even though this has been a very good team, we have not been good at the road. So yeah, outside the friendly confines and tight confines of uh, Yankee Stadium and City Field, we struggle massively. and. So it would be nice to one day play a home game, and one day we will in 2027 and beyond, <laughs> hopefully. But uh, yeah, no, not for now. All right. So our history in in season openers, we are t- we have two wins, two draws, and four losses. 
um, in our since our inception. With, I know what one of the wins is. With 10 goals for and 11 goals against. Um, in 2015, we drew away at Orlando 1-1. In 2016, we uh, got a win against Chicago 4-3. Big, big, big opening scoring for a game for opening weekend in, in 16. Uh, 2017 was a loss at Orlando 1-0. 2018, win against SKC away. Um, 2019 draw against who else? Orlando, two-two. <laughs> uh, 20... and, and we blew a two-goal lead that game as well. Yep. 2020, more recently, a loss against Columbus, one-zero. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong. In that 2020 loss at Columbus, did Schnell get a red card that game? Yes. Yeah, he did. Third yeah. minute. Yeah. Bullshit red card. Yeah, that, that was a great start to the season. Fantastic. Um, 2021 loss, and I was at this game. Loss against DC United two to one. I, I, I drove down there to watch us uh, not play well at all and lose two to one. Speaking I, of D, uh, DC United, uh, XFL DC Defenders Audi Field, it's fucking lit. I love it. <laughs> I'm digging it. And then, like uh, they throwing like beer cups everywhere when they scored or some shit. Beer, beer, beer snake and lemons. <laughs> Amazing. And then 2022. Uh, last season, uh, loss against the LA Galaxy 1-0 um, after we had stayed out in California to play against... Who did we play against at uh, Banco of America Stadium? Santos de Guapolis. And did we win that match? Yeah, we won 4-0. So we won that match in, in, uh, in the Champions League and then lost um, in the regular season against the Galaxy 1-0. So um, not... Especially more, more, we're on a three-game losing streak and we're on a four-match... Uh, four-match uh, not favorable result streak um so not exactly trending in the right direction um and then we get um one of the more formidable opponents in mls in nashville with reigning mls mvp hani mukhtar um and then so we look at our the only problem is we don't have a large sample size of games against nashville um because they are they're newer than we are to the mls um we have two matches against them both coming in 2021 the first of those coming in september of 21 a 3-1 loss at Nashville in front of 20,000 fans. Um, I have down that we, we, we possessed the ball 57%, so we, we out-possessed them and still managed to lose. Uh, our expected goals for that match was 1.7. Theirs was 1.0, but they came out with three goals, and we came out with one. Uh, if, you, um, if you're having trouble jogging your memory, I know Davi has like that, photo, that photographic memory shit. He knows everything about anything. But that is the match when uh, Maxi and Dax McCarty got matching red cards. Uh, Vuk Lutinovic managed to score an own goal. Hani his Mukhtar, debut as well. Hani Mukhtar put two in the back of the net. And then Tati decided to finally score a goal in the 90th minute. Um, so not a, good, not a good opening game against Nashville. Um, back in September of 21. And then a month, exactly a month later, on October 3rd, we played at Red Bull Arena uh, to a 0-0 draw, a game which we also saw 59% possession, had 2.0 expected goals to their 0.9, and still couldn't manage to get a positive result. So we struggle in our limited sample size. I think we, I think we also had a goal called off in that game. We very, we well, goal very well may have. Um, but it seems as if we struggle against against Nashville. Um, we struggle to score goals against them. We struggle to get results against them. We've scored one goal in two games, and we have not gotten a positive result. Um, uh, we can talk a little bit about um, what are we not not uh, what are we what are we thinking in terms of uh, what lineup do you think we see uh, against uh, Nashville on Saturday? Let's start with Davi. 
I think I think um I mean let me let me go back here and check the the lineup for the last game that we had it was like, I think it was against Portland, right? Correct. Our last Coachella game. Yep. Let's see here. I'm gonna bring it up. Um I can even find it because these guys post a lot on Twitter. I believe it was uh, the starting lineup was uh, Gray at right back. Uh, was it? It was Kufre at left back. I think. With, uh, with yeah, oh, I find it. All right, so it's Barraza and goal. Gray, Martin, Chano, and Kufre is the back four. Uh, Alfredo, Pellegrini, and Parks in the midfield. And then Pereira, uh, Thiago, Andrade, and Talos Bagno uh, is the front three. So I think we'll I think we'll see something similar to that. Um, you mentioned no, no Ledesma, no Santi, but those two are really close to being signed up. Um, it's unfortunate they won't be able to join us for this game, but hey, you know what? Better late than never. I mean, as long as we get them before uh, the home opener, I, I, I won't mind. But um, I, I think we'll see Barraza in goal. I think Barraza as the starter since, uh, for match day one. I think that's I think that's what Cushing's going to go with. He said he's going to be loyal to his guys, so I'm assuming he's going to start Barraza number. Uh, in match day one, I think we will see Gray. Uh, I think we'll see that back four, um, the same back four. Uh, I might, um, who knows? He might, he might play Kevin O'Toole at the left back spot. Uh, we've seen a lot of O'Toole in the preseason at the left back spot, but uh, I would expect Kufre to have to start. Uh, I think the midfield will be untouched. That's, uh, I mean, the midfield's pretty thin. We don't really have much guys. One, one injury, and then we'll probably. Probably have to call up some of the academy kids, um, you know, just to cover. And then I think the front three, I think the front three will be untouched as well. I think Pereira, uh, Pereira is a hands down a starter. Magno's the number nine. That's that's who they're going to roll with this season as a striker. And then uh, Tiago on the wing. So uh, I, I expect almost almost the same eleven, but I wouldn't be surprised if O'Toole comes in at left back. All right, Christian, what do you think? I mean, uh, I, it's hard to, like, really call it because it's just, you know, Nick Cushing's been talking about tactical flexibility all season, all preseason, rather. But I don't think I've seen him pull out the 3-5-2 all, all preseason. It was all 4-2-3-1, I believe, or 4-3-3 or some variation of that, like, where you have, like, the wide players and... Three, three midfielders essentially like in the, in the middle and I just if, if you have to take a guess I mean it's probably going to be some variation of that the 4-2-3-1 I disagree that that's that's the way to go but we'll go under that uh, assumption uh I still think it's Tavon Gray at right back uh game one uh your center backs you have no choice but to go uh Maxime Chanel and and Thiago Martins that's all you have really that that our first team ready or first team proven at least you know who knows what we have in that squad who knows how good a wusu is or anybody else but so far those are the only two that are proven and one of them's a dp so they have to play and left back i've been saying o'toole i think i'm gonna have to go melda amonton i think they'll go for the the defensive reliability as opposed to being able to get into the attack I think that's what they'll go for. The midfield, unless a miracle happens, is going to have to be... I mean, even if a miracle does happen and 
we have reinforcements. We're not going to be ready for that game. Uh, uh, but so you have to go Keaton Parks, Alfredo Morales, and Justin Hack. It's really all, the only options that you have. Maybe you can play Matias Pellegrini in the in, in the middle as ten, and then use Parks and Morales as your eight and six respectively. But right now, intuition says the former option is more likely. Right wing Gabby Pereira, left wing Thiago Martin, uh, Thiago Andrade rather, and Tyler Magno at your nine. And uh, a goalkeeper. We haven't even mentioned. I didn't even mention the goalkeeper. That's the most important one, right? We right can now, just, we can just play without one. We don't even got to worry about it. <laughs> uh, goalkeeper. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Matt Freeze. Uh, he's proven so far from this look sounds bit. He's proven to be the better shot stopper of the two, and I wouldn't mind him starting over Barraza, but I still think Barraza's going to get the start. The thing is, Barraza's good with his feet, and maybe you owe him a start game one. But didn't he just give up three goals against St. Louis? Like, yeah, but Freeze gave up the corner kick goal against Portland. True, but I mean, but the the Portland goal was, I mean, that kind of, was that on Tony Alfaro, though, doesn't it? Yeah, Tony Alfaro was that big a big culprit on that goal. So, so. My head says Barraza, my heart says freeze. So, all right. So, as you guys know, on Twitter, I tend to be a bit incendiary, right? I I, I make comments that get people a little bit fired up. Um, uh, really? Uh, really? really? <laughs> just just a, just a little bit, just a little, just a smidge. Um, so, I, I do I do think that for match day number one, I think Luis Barraza is going to get the nod in the net. Um, do, uh, I think that he's getting this nod just as like a nod from Nick Cushing that. Okay, you've put in your time here. Like, here's a shot. Um, I think he's on a very short leash. If if we get fucking pummeled versus Nashville, I think that we see a different starter versus Chicago. But I do think that Barraza kind of gets this this first start against uh, against um, Nashville. Right back, right back. A, a little bit controversial, maybe, but I, I think that we've seen better things from uh, Micha Elenik than we have from Tavon. I think maybe we roll out Michi Lenick versus uh, versus uh, versus Nashville. Um, center backs is going to be Chanel and Martins. I'm not sure who's playing on the right, who's playing on the left, um, but that's who the pairing is going to be. And then left back, Brian Brian Kufre. All right, I think we're going to go with Lenick and Kufre as the fullbacks. Um, I think we're I think they're going to play a four three three, and I think the three in the midfield is going to be Matias Pellegrini the ten with Keaton Parks and, and Alfredo Morales as the six and the eight. Um, and then up top, it's the um, it's the attack of the Brazilians. It's Thiago Andrade, um, Talis Magno at the nine, and Gabriel Pereira as the inverted winger on the right. Um, and I think that's how we rock. Um, I think I mean I think having five subs definitely benefits us, uh, our squad because um, we're not very deep. But like I do see Justin Hack coming in to spell either Keaton or, or, or Alfredo. Um, I see uh, I see Jason coming on to spell. Somebody, I'm not sure where. Maybe, 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 uh, maybe, maybe Pereira, Thiago, Pereira maybe right on the right or whatever. Um, uh, anyway, really, yeah. Um, I see Seagal maybe coming on to spell Talis Magno at the night. Like I don't, I don't, like I don't. It's hard. It really is hard. Like, does Alfaro come on at some point? Like, I don't. Fuck like, no. Fuck. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah, normally I, I would say fuck no too, but like, like what other capable? I'm looking at the roster. What other capable subs do we have? So you could bring Alfaro in to like shore up the defense and like just lock it down like late in the game. I don't think he's 90 minutes worthy, and he obviously struggles on set pieces. But 
Like, are you guys are, are you guys pissed if our if our second half subs, based on my lineup, are, are if we bring on Kevin O'Toole to play left winger and Andres Jason to play right winger? Like, if that's I, would, the, I wouldn't mind O'Toole on the left, but Jason on the right, I don't I don't agree with that. <laughs> Who else do we have, man? Yeah, no, but that's the problem. <laughs> if, if it's not them, then 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 so, okay. So, so happens, here's the question: so How many academy players do you think makes make the eighteen? Uh, I'm gonna say, I mean, Owusu is gonna, but I mean, is Owusu academy player? Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I mean, I don't, I don't second, think he has. I don't think he has a full time. Right I don't think he has a full time senior team uh, contract. So, I'm going to go on a whim. I know people like or keep on saying that Seagal was basically brought in to play for NYCFC 2, but I don't think we have depth at the striker to justify sending him down to NYCFC 2. I think he's going to be there. But then again, we also have, from the looks of it, uh, Nico Benalcazar has been playing the midfield and doesn't look too bad doing it either. Yeah. Maybe, he, maybe he factors in somehow. He seems to be getting minutes with first-team players. Over the course of the preseason, he doesn't. And we, need, and we need depth in that midfield too. Yeah, we need we need that depth, and we need. I, I don't. I don't know that this is. I really don't like the fact that we have so such a huge presence of NYCFC two. And I know there's going to be people out there that think, isn't that the point of the second team to get them ready for the first team? I'm like, yes, but I'd rather have some proven commodities on that bench, so that way we can maybe you know give the NYCFC2 guys a cameo here and there and progressively phase them into professional first-team play. Because a lot of these guys, and also a huge concern for me, is that a lot of these guys are like in their mid-20s already, old for a footballer, especially to be starting, and still have no top-flight first-team experience. That's fucking scary. And but and also, I completely forgot that Kufre's on this fucking team. <laughs> I forgot Malte was on this team. <laughs> oh shit, we do have Malte. I forgot about that. But yeah, I would have gone Kufre had I remembered him, but also Kufre's been here for what a week? Oh uh, no, he like uh, yeah. th- I mean, I, has he played did he play uh, he started this against was, Portland. He started against Portland, but was he here for the game before that? Or no? No. No, no, I think he met the I think he No, because Kuf no, he was in LA because Kufre um there was that they released that uh, video of him the video with of him drinking the, the stuff with Matias. Yeah, yeah, the El Mate, El Mate. I just call it the Argentinian soup. <laughs> yeah, it's, actually, it's actually really healthy for you. They actually recommend you drink that. I, I was asking, uh, yeah, I was asking somebody about it. And yeah, they, they told me, they gave me the lowdown. Is it like only it. Argentines that drink that shit? Because it, I, that's the only Argentines, one Uruguayans, Luis Suarez, I saw Luis Suarez drink it. Yeah, yeah, it's basically an and it's like a special. It's like a special cup. Everyone has the same cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the cup... It's so the cup doesn't melt because it's like hot water. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because the stuff that you like when when uh, when when Matias was pouring it, it was like it was out of like a jug. I was like, "What is that stuff? Like, what is it?" <laughs> it's just it's just hot water. Yeah. But then there's like, what is there like? Is there like uh, herbs in in the in the in the bowl already? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like it's like herbs and like they they have like half the cup and they just they like they kind of like spoon it halfway and they put the water in like in the other half. That's how you drink it. Do we um? Who do we see being an impact for NYCFC this weekend? Who, who's who's our player? Who, who's going to carry us? GP. 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 Yeah, that's, I, I say that too. I mean, I, if he scores, he'll carry us, right? If Giant he, penis. <laughs> if he scores, uh, then we have a chance. Um, I've been listening to a lot. Like I've been listening to a lot of the podcasts, like Blue City and City Boys, and pretty much anybody, any other NYCFC podcast. Speaking of which, another one, another one launched today. Uh, uh, is it Juan 
Juan something or other dro- dropped a podcast today One called photo? called NYCFC Fireside. I actually haven't listened to that one yet. Is that one? And Carlos? then I think tom- tomorrow or no Friday, NYCFC Source is dropping a podcast. Should be interesting. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, we got we, we got a oh. bunch of new podcasts hit, hitting hitting. Uh, Can't wait to hear that one. Hitting hitting Apple Podcasts, hitting Spotify, hitting YouTube. Um, shout outs to to all the other NYCFC podcasts. I listen to you guys. You guys are awesome. Hopefully, we can do some type of pod pod mafia. Uh, pot Illuminati type uh, type meetup, Potception, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. So impact uh, definitely Gabi. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see Talis blowing us away at the nine at least right away. Maybe if he, maybe if he grows into it, but I don't see him lighting the world on fire immediately this but year. Here's the thing: I don't think he needs to. So, I, so one game that I watched back on Apple TV. Well, not even so much watch back. I watched the highlights of that the the last the decision day against Atlanta. That 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 pass early in the game where he drops in deep in between the lines and makes that beautiful like incisive ball in behind into space for Gabby Pereira, who just chips it beautifully, sublimely over the keeper. And that is what I want from Talis. I don't need him to score. 20 goals the way Tati did or the way Villa did before that. I don't need that. Or, or the way like Aber did in the one season that he, you know, like really, you know, uh, like that one season that he really performed for us in 2019. I, I just need him to be a nice like little bridge that's going to have nice interplay between Andrade and Pereira. And he's proven that he can do that on occasions. Atlanta's a very hard, but listen, whether or not Atlanta's good or not, they're always a hard play a hard team to play against away. Especially away. Yeah, a hard team to play against away. Uh, like, in that fucking graveyard and disgrace of a fucking turf fucking wonderland. Uh, they're extremely difficult to play on the road. And, you know, we looked really good that game until we gave up that one goal by, who, who was it? Uh, I don't remember his name. Uh, who cares? He was bald. Mr. Clean. We'll call him Mr. Clean. Mr. I think it was Andrew Brian Guzan? Guzan? No. no, it was good. It was Gutman. I think it was Andrew Gutman. Yeah, yeah oh, that he, guy. He hits bangers. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Fuck him. Anyway, <laughs> like, like uh, we that that one goal that we that, that we conceded, like you know, notwithstanding, we played very well. And then Talos actually had to leave that game due to an injury. And yeah, because they play on fucking plastic, and they complain yeah, about yeah, our yeah, baseball. Like, and that first half was like that. We were real good in that first half, and that's what I'm. That's the kind of interplay that I want to see. Talis and and you know Gabby and Andrade have and, and, and that, it could be because I because I, I think that we're going to be a score by commission the goal scoring by commission team like much to, 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 to add on top of what you're saying uh, Talis Magno he also had a pretty good game against Orlando the previous game a goal and an assist yeah. to help us clinch home field advantage. I know this is going off on a tangent, but I was for some reason I was going back to watch old games, and I watched one of our games against Atlanta. Do you know we played at Atlanta one year, and it was outside? Is yeah, 2017. 2017. Is that stadium retractable? Bobby Dodd. No, it was at a different stadium. It's a, it's it was a college a, football stadium. It was yeah, at a different yeah, that, stadium that was, in Atlanta, but I went back. I was like, I was like, wait, this is Atlanta away. I was like, don't they usually play at the Benz? Like this, it was outside. No, that was that was a few months before they opened up the Benz. They yeah, opened up outside. the Benz after the NFL. 
Yeah, I don't even think they played in the Benz. That's and we got goal. killed. We got absolutely killed that game, I believe. I think I yeah, yeah, we conceded three goals in the first half. <laughs> yeah, we got fucking smoked. <laughs> yeah, I was watching that game. I was pretty pissed when <laughs> that was the that was like super Atlanta. That's when they were supercharged with Almirón. Yeah, yeah. and Martinez. Almirón's fucking stuck. Tata's coach. Yeah. So yeah, so full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a Newcastle supporter, and Almirón is is that fucking good. He's that fucking dude. Like 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 don't like. No wonder they fucking cleaned us up. Yosef Part of the month part is fodder, though. <laughs> a lot of, I mean, listen, Jack Grealish can go fuck himself. Jack Grealish wishes he was playing like Almiron. Jack Grealish is one of the most overrated fucking pieces of shit I've ever seen play football. That 10 jersey could have been Messi's, honestly. Yep. And they got Jack Grealish. But life is fucking cruel, ain't it? Yeah. No, he fucked off the PSG. I don't know. So, so, so before before he comes in here, we'll talk to we'll, we have a special guest coming in. But um, do do we have a uh, do we, do we have a hot take prediction of of uh, of what what's going to happen on Saturday against Nashville? I don't I, think we lose. I don't I, think I, we lose. I think we do lose personally. I, th- I don't even think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be like two 0 I don't think it's going to be good. I don't, I don't think we're going to have fun. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's going to be like one goal. Like it's going to be like one of those games, like one goal in like the fifteenth minute, and like one goal right before the death at halftime, and then we're just chasing the game for the remainder of the second half, and they just go into a defensive shell. We can't do anything. But it's it's going to be like one because just right now it's it's like early twenty twenty one when Dialo told the press this team is not built for championship contention at all. Well, Hani, well, Hani Mukhtar is actually uh, questionable for the game, so he might not be. Listen, even without Hani Mukhtar, I don't want to hear anything about Hani Mukhtar. Who the fuck do we have? Who do we have? Who's the game changer right here? Gabby? Gabby. That's it. I mean, I mean, listen, I you guys know I've defended Talos on this show complete, like totally, 100%. He's not a proven goal scorer yet. Until he proves that he is a goal scorer, I don't know where these goals are going to come from. And I think we're going to... Sh- I think... I don't think he's had enough time at the nine to adjust. Now, do I think that he will adjust? Do I think he will become a viable and decent nine? Do I do I think he will play up to his DP tag? One hundred percent, I do. He did in the early parts of last season, uh, but right now, I think that's going to take that's going to be an adjustment period. It's going to be three or four or five games until it works. All right. So. So joining us now is Nashville Wyatt. What's up, Wyatt? Hey, how are y'all doing? Doing pretty well. How about doing you? Good, good, doing good. Just uh, put the kids in the bath, so got some time to talk. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so w- welcome to Beyond the Smokestacks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, th- this is our first time having a uh, an oppo- uh, opposing uh, fan. Uh, fan content producer uh, join our, our podcast. We usually have fellow NYCFC fans, so I thought it'd be cool to bring somebody on from the enemy uh, to kind of get a little bit of background information on on the club and, and who we're facing on Saturday in the 2023 MLS season opener. Um, now, what we usually do with our with our guests is we have three rapid-fire questions that we ask, but usually it's NYCFC-related, but I'm going to spin it so that this is Nashville-related so we can get to learn a little bit about you. So, awesome. right off the bat, who is your favorite national player of all time? You say national or Nashville? So. Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Are you got SC? Nashville. Oh, SC? yeah. It has to be Hani. I know that's probably just a cliche thing, but not only the way he plays, but the way he gets the crowd involved. Uh, he loves the supporter section. 
he gets in there. It's it's a it's a fun guy to watch. So all right. So since he's your favorite player of all time, that means he's also your favorite current player, correct? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I messed that one up. But, um. <laughs> um, all right. And then third question is going to be, uh, what's your favorite all-time um, Nashville kit? Um, I'm, I know this is probably not common with fans, but it, I think it's just our inaugural season kit. Just because it was like, hey, we're here. Um, it's really fun. Yeah, I was looking. I was like, is, is, this, a, is this it? Is, it, is that this one? <laughs> yeah, it is. With the I, know, I thought the you were going to say the, the, oh, no, the black no. one. Oh. That's the homecoming kit. That's uh, the homecoming I thought, kit. I thought, you were gonna, I thought you were going to say the black one, the, the, the one that just came out, because that one looks pretty clean. Yes, I got it. It's it's very clean. I think I want to wait to see how it looks on the field, though. Black kits are hit or miss when it when it's out there on the field and on TV. Um, they're very clean, and you know Johnny Cash is like a national idol. So... Um, but I think just seeing those kids on the field uh, was was really cool. Just you know, we're here, especially it, right before COVID hit. So it's fun that it's fun that you it's funny that you mentioned the uh, black kit because uh, uh, in our, our in our inaugural season, that's a hard one to get out your mouth. Uh, in our inaugural season, we had a black kit, a white kit that we only wore for one season, and then we changed it to the next, and that's like a consistent favorite among the fan base. It's not. I love the kit. It's probably like top three favorites. It's not my favorite. But, like, um, you also mentioned the Black Kid. Like, it seems like a lot of teams outside of, like, the Red Bull fans, you know, because I don't know what the what the fuck they were doing with that one. Uh, you know, it seems like they, uh, like, everybody seems to be enjoying their new kids, like, pretty much. Yeah, they did, a, they did a good job. But just us being Tennesseans, we're like, all right, now we're ready for our Dolly Parton kit. Because she is our uh, she's our national treasure, to be the honest. Question, question before we start. Did, did, did you actually attend the, the very first game before COVID hit? I did not. I wasn't able to, and then COVID hit, so I actually didn't get to make it to a game, uh, the inaugural season. But uh, because they only let like priority purchase season ticket holders go when they did open it back up, so I bought a season ticket for the next season as soon as possible. But I watched it. It was crazy. <laughs> so, so me and the boys were were going over and talking how um, about about NYCFC's history with uh, season opening games. Um, and we have we traditionally do not do well. Um, we have two wins, two draws, and four losses in in our in our uh, franchise history with uh, season openers. And all of our season openers have had to been away because we play in a baseball stadium that's not ready for games in February, early March. Um, do, do you off the top of your head do you, do you know what Nashville's uh, season uh, season openers look, look have looked like over the past couple seasons? Our first season, we lost to Atlanta. We hate that. Second season, um, home, over, home opener uh, was a tie. And then last season was a tie. Uh, so not the best either. Yep. Um, and then we went back and looked at, we, we only have two previous matches in official MLS play against Nashville. Because um, you guys keep hopscotching back and forth between the Eastern and Western Conference. <laughs> we <laughs> but, hate it. But uh, uh, we played both of our matches in 2021 um, a month apart. Um, first match was a 3-1 Nashville win down at Nissan uh, Stadium in front of 20,000. Um, uh, we, uh, we, we dominated, or NYCFC dominated possession 57%. We had the higher expected goal, but you guys, uh, Hani did Hani things, scored two goals. Um, our, uh, our, our diminutive, uh, former center back, Vuk Latinovic, decided it was a good idea to help you guys out and put another <laughs> one in the back of the net. Um, and then that was the infamous game where um, the shortest player in the pitch and the reddest head is, redheadest player in the pitch decided to get red cards because they didn't feel like playing the rest of the game. 
Um, so they got sent off. And then uh, Tati decided to do Tati things a little bit too late and scored the 90th minute. Um, and then a month later, we played to a nil-nil draw. We also had a higher expected goal at 2.0. We had higher uh, NYCFC had higher possession. Um, we played at the stadium in New Jersey um, because we do have six different home stadiums that we call home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we don't have we don't have very good luck in se- in uh, season openers, and we don't have very good luck against Nashville SC. Uh, Correction: They actually won. They won their last season opener. Uh, they won one 0 at Seattle. Nashville. Nashville. I was thinking of home opener. Uh, I'm home sorry. Opener. Okay, that's all right. That's my. That's on me. That's on me. <laughs> no, I was no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Well, it is. It is their. Home, it's their season opener and their home opener. It's like yeah. it's both. Yeah, but last year they opened up on the road and they won. They yeah, won we had eight games on the road last year. Because yeah, so. if you want to talk about NYCFC uh, home openers, I don't think we've ever lost one. No, we're, no, we're undefeated. We're like we have like I think six wins, two draws, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but, but like yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's too bad that like we can't have a home season opener because then maybe we might win some because we only have two. And we have, <laughs> and we're currently on a three-game losing streak and a four-game not winning streak because <laughs> we drew four years ago. Um, so, uh, so a, a few questions I have for you. Um, uh, so what, what is your, um, what, what can we expect in terms of lineup wise for Nashville SC? So, uh, this is, this is probably the talk of the town, especially after we got Fafa from Houston. Um, we officially signed Jacob Schaffelberg from Toronto, uh, over the off season. He was with us on loan, showed out, I think he had three goals and three. Two or three assists. I mean, he, in, my, in my opinion, that's actually a good get for you guys. That's a good deal. Oh, I, I love him. Um, and he's become a fan favorite. He's come to a couple fan things. He, he's loving it. Um, but with him and Fafa, we added some crazy speed on the outside. Uh, and then you have Hani controlling the middle with some good, uh, like Sean Davis doing our uh, central defensive mid- midfielder. However, we still we still do not have a number nine. Our uh, DP number nine is playing in. Hey, neither do we. Yeah, uh, playing in a different league as we hold as he holds our DP spot. So that is the talk of probably the whole club. Um, is who you know who's going to give relief to Hani, our you know our our beloved Golden Boot MVP, who um, really did just I, I you know obviously biased, but really did kind of run the league in a lot of games last year. Uh, but he needs a break. Uh, dude is getting on in years, but um, you can't you can't keep doing that season after season. And uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like the front office has given him any help as far as shooting going. So, so I do have a question when it come when it comes to, uh, to Hani Mukhtar. Is it is it true that is is he still questionable? Is he like is he question mark to start this game, or will he be okay come Saturday? So everything I've heard. Um, with like the podcast I listen to news I keep up with and people on the inside is he's fine to go. They set him out the last two preseason preseason games as a caution because they felt like he was warmed up, ready to play. They didn't want to risk any type of injury. Um, it, it would be very surprising if they don't try to play him at all. Uh, just cause coming back from an MVP season, a home opener season opener, uh, blackout game. Uh, I think, they're gonna they're gonna try to put him in, and I think they would have already said if he wasn't. But um, the thing is, we have Randall Leal, who who played maybe a third of last season. He had a pretty bad injury. Who is a really good midfielder. We unfortunately Gary Smith plays him as a winger, but he he could be our number ten if uh, Gary Smith was a little bit more uh, of a risk taker. But uh, 
luckily we have him to fill in if needed because he, he is healthy and going. I got to admit, at the end of last season, when there was that rumor floating around that Hani was going over, uh, overseas or whatever, I was super fucking excited. <laughs> yeah. I think he was looking for uh, Hertz of Berlin, right? And then Twelman said, oh, it's, it's fake, my bad. And then oh, deleted God, the tweet. I was so excited. <laughs> if y'all have seen Travis from our club, he tweets a lot. He started that rumor. He bought one of those blue check marks as soon as he could and then posted that. And it took, I mean, I think I saw it on ESPN's website even, and I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I saw, I saw 12 and tweeted out, and then yeah. he said, oh, the, the, the rumors are fake, and then he went back yeah. and deleted his tweet. Yeah, Nashville had to make an official statement. It was this whole thing. <laughs> did did, yeah, did, did, I, did I he get his season out. tickets revoked? <laughs> no, but I think they unfollowed him on Twitter. Yeah. We've been subject to some uh, frivolous uh, speculation here in, in New York, uh, like due to so many things and also we've had a hectic off season so so I, I, as you probably know like we're part of a huge network of clubs city uh that city football group owns which includes manchester city us Girona in spain uh melbourne city melbourne city in australia and they just added bahia in, in brazil like in the brazilian syria to to their uh to their you know their portfolio and we sent one of our midfielders out there on loan, even though we don't have the depth to do so. So we're still confused on that. Uh, we have a player named Santi Rodriguez who was in, then he was out, then he was in, then he was out. Then he was officially playing for a game on for Montevideo City Porque in uh, Uruguay and scores a red card the same game. And uh, and now apparently he's back again. Richie Ledesma is linked to the team and should be coming any day now. We which we've been told for about a week. And uh, yeah, it's been absolute fucking chaos over here. By the way, Bahia played today and they lost six nil oh, to geez. Sport Recife. Well, that 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 there, there you go. Conscious Acevedo is not a good fucking player. <laughs> I'm tired of this narrative that he's good. See, we're on the other end of the spectrum. We're waiting for something to happen. I think we made one trade. Uh, we got rid of Romney, which is which is a hurt. He uh, he's played more in yellow or gold than any other player we had. And then um, we picked up Depay, I think. And that's it. And we're like, are we not doing anything else? Uh, Fafa as well. But well, let me so, ask you this: How many players did you lose from last season? Because <laughs> I don't know if you've been keeping up with NYCFC. They've lost yes. a lot. Uh, I was, did you guys lose a lot? I was surprised about Sean Johnson, by the way. Um, no, we we Some only lost one. I'm just surprised. He seemed like a fixture there, and um, but no, Romney was a big surprise for fans. He's a fan favorite again. He. Um, he was just a consistent back line that we had. Uh, we None of us really saw that coming. But other than that, no. Um, we, we just lost Eric Miller today, which he's a very good person. We know Eric Miller. We had him. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he's a great dude. I think, I think, I think uh, you guys claimed him after we released him. I wasn't sure if we got him from Minnesota, but it was y'all, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah. We had him for a cup of tea. Yeah, we, we traded him from Minnesota. Yeah, and he was pretty fucking horrible. Yeah, he can't pass forward, so I'm not I'm not too too bad uh, upset about losing him. But um, we're we've kind of just and then you know we got the thing of like oh you know we we don't think we're done yet. We're looking, we're looking, we're looking, and then like nothing happens. So, well, I mean, if you're anything like NYCFC, that means you'll do your business as late as possible. You'll see your first big signings uh, in April, and yeah. 
and you, you'll start in the hole and then have a huge sur surge over the summer, then fall apart in the fall due to match congestion, and then <laughs> you'll uh, find your feet and play like in the final three games of the season and win an MLS Cup like we did in 2021. So, yeah. Well, first we got to play that round of three in the first round of playoffs. Oh, yeah, fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I hate it. I hate it. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, uh, so what can we expect in terms of system of play for for uh, for National SC? So let me start with what the fans want to see. Again, we have a lot of speed. And to us, we're like, all right, let's use that speed. Counter more, just shove the ball down the throat type of play. Uh, but what Gary Smith has shown us for the last four or five years, he's going to sit back. He's going to try to score a goal. And then he's going to sit back and try to win 1-0. And uh, I hate that. Uh, for one, it's, it's to me, kind of cowardly. But also, it's just bad. Bad soccer to watch. Yeah, and, especially when um, you have someone like Hani. Say what? Especially when you have somebody like Hani. Yeah. Well, Hani and then, you know, putting Fafa, Schaffberg, Leal, these these speedsters. Um, Randall doesn't have as much uh, press as he should, but he has one of the best out-of-the-box shots that I uh, in the league, I think. Um, it's consistently on target. But, um, yes, it is like Peralta. And also I'm a West Ham, West Ham fan, so it's just all around crappy for me. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a very laid back defensive style of play and, uh, it's going to piss some fans off for sure. So basically like, so yeah, like NYCFC, like typically like I wouldn't call them a defensive team, but they're not necessarily an offensive team. They play basically like that city way branding is like more than branding. It's an actual philosophy that I feel like is shared between most of the clubs build out from the back control, the, control the pace of play. Yeah. Apparently, apparently you pay a license for that shit too. Well, now, yeah, well, you, mean, you pay a license to use the trademark. Yeah, to call it the city way. Yeah, for sure. So when uh, we, we do like to play out the back, but then when we lose the ball, we do, we've been successful when we played a, a counter press. Like yes. when we played like a higher press up the pitch, trying to win the, trying to win the ball in the, in the defense, in the, in the other team's defensive third, in the middle third, we try to try to let them penetrate and get back. Um, but uh, so, I mean, I mean, obviously, we were well versed in Hani Mukhtar, MLS MVP. Um, so, but are there any other anybody else other than Hani that that are potential dangerous players that can make a impact on this match? Yeah, uh, I was just mentioning Randall Leal. Uh, he was hurt, uh, I think, in the the Seattle game or the one after that. He was hurt very early on, um, and he didn't come back till fall. And then he was rusty. You could tell, like he was just rusty. Um, but the season before that, when we were playing in Nissan Stadium, um, he controls the ball. He attacks. He brings, if anything, he can bring a defender or two off of Hani. Um, hopefully, CJ Sapong, who I think will be our starting striker, can uh, tap a few, quite a few tap-ins this last year, which is frustrating. Um, but then again, uh, Brunberry, just, Brunberry just scored. A hat trick, I believe, against FC Cincinnati in preseason. You pre guys said Teal Bunbury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. So um, he might be heating up. And he did have like a, a four-game run where he scored every game. But the thing is, is, is consistency with any other player. All The only consistency we had was was Hani. Um, one of our captains, Anibal Godoy, he also plays for uh, the Panamanian national team, got hurt on international duty. And he was out for a long time. And that hurt us. And... We were we were plagued pretty bad with some injuries. Uh, Zimmerman was out for a lot for the for the international. Um, 
And then um, I think Eric Miller was hurt for a little bit. But other than other than Hani, I, I, I'm curious to see what Fafa will do too. I think he'll take some defenders uh, out to the sides and maybe uh, get get a few in. But um, I think Schaffelberg and Leal might be the other two big threats that you'll see this season. All right, I have one question for you, one follow-up question. How much of a role do you think Alex Mueller will play in your team? Because I hate that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, him and Dax. Um, and Sean Davis. Yeah, I love Sean Davis. I'm sorry. No, yeah, fuck let's hope, let's hope Walker Zuman does what he did in the World Cup and gets us a penalty. <laughs> oh, man. Let, let that guy live. Let that, let that guy live that down. Um... I think Mule is actually best when he's off the bench. That dude is just like the Energizer Bunny. And uh, he'll probably come in 60th, 70th, 70th minute and just run around like a chicken with his head cut off. But, you know, he, he causes offenses to mess up sometimes. And um, he got a few goals last year from people making bad passes and him being there and kicking it in. So I know y'all don't like him, but he's a great off the bench player. Well, so you guys have three players that we don't like, f- five players. So there's three. You have three former Red Bulls. We hate the Red Bulls. Like we hate them. We hate. We yep. wish. We wish them nothing. We're not well. Even when they leave the Red Bulls, we we wish that we wish they their careers would end and they never play another another game of professional soccer. So you have Sh- Sean Davis is a former captain of Red Bull, so he can go fuck himself. <laughs> Alex Mule is a pain in our ass, and uh, Dax McCarty's redheaded stepchild needs to be shot into the sun. Um, but then you have two you have two former union players that we're familiar with, CJ Sapong and and Fafa Pico. Um, Fafa is like so we we have a player, Tiago Andraj, who can run really fast and can't do much outside of that. And that's kind of what Fafa is. Fafa is really, yeah. really lightning fast, but when he has the ball, he he can't really do a whole lot with it. Yeah, I noticed last year when when we played Houston, who honestly beat us both times. That's embarrassing, but um, hey, we, lost, we lost to Charlotte as defending champions, so don't feel too bad about that. <laughs> uh, we lost to them as well. So um, I don't even know how we made it to the playoffs last year. But <laughs> I did notice, and when we picked him up, it's one thing I thought about. He has a really bad touch on the ball. He will he will sprint down the field so fast, but as soon as that ball hits his foot, it's bouncing somewhere he he wasn't planning. And that is one thing I'm worried about because our, our only attacking strength is that counter because our defense – our defense is legit. It looks like it's going to be pretty legit again this year. Um, and we just try to attack as fast as we can because we can't set up an offense. And uh, if he can't take a touch on that ball and keep it going, it's just going to kill our play every time. Now, you, you're, two, you're two nines. I'm assuming they're both your nines. So uh, Sapong and, uh, and Bunbury. Yep. Um, Bunbury was a thorn in our side when he was pl- – was he playing with the, the Revs? Yeah, yeah we got a fucking thorn in our side. Always found a way to come in as a super sub and score a goal in like the 85th, 87th, 92nd minute and just fuck our day up. Um, but for, to me, in my opinion, I mean, I, I've been watching MLS for a little while now, even before I'm, uh, NYCFC was in the league. And uh, uh, CJ Sapong and Teal Bumber are kind of, they're like for like. They're like the same, they're like the same striker. So we have, we have a, Gary Smith has a type. And it is a big striker who can obstruct the defense, kind of body some people, get in the way, and make room for, you know, our Hani or even our wingers. Um, There's even this big rumor going around that uh, Mikel Antonio from West Ham might be coming to Nashville because, I mean, he would fit our system perfectly. He's, He's that exact type of striker. 
So we don't get the strikers that make the, the best shots or even tap in sometimes. They're, they're mainly there um, to obstruct the defense, and then they have to play defense. That's the thing with Gary Smith, and that's why Ake Loba never really played because he's, used, he's a speedster who can make great shots, and he's used to kind of walking back as, as the other team goes. Gary Smith wants our strikers to go and play defense and try to stop the ball. I think you as a West Ham fan would take that, right? Happily. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not happy with either coach at West Ham or Nashville SC, but I would love Antonio. It would be so cool to see him. I got one of his jerseys. And again, I mean, obviously, uh, he does he does decent in the Premier League, and so I think he would do pretty well with us. Scored a banger against the U.S. in qualifying as well. Oh, with Jamaica, yeah, that was beautiful. So, so like from from what from what you're telling me, like basically they like to play that like deep lying forward that kind of has his back to goal, kind of like almost like a false nine maybe, and uh, who can just hold up play and just get that incisive ball in behind for your winger. Now, do you, do you think your wingers will hold their end of the bargain playing like that? Do you think it's the right system for your team? Is it so? Yeah, and I think that's why we, we were so bad last year. And honestly, because our wingers weren't holding up, it made Hani look so much better because those goals had to come from somewhere. But again, uh, Randall was out. Our other winger wasn't that great. Um, I love a- Alex Mule, but he doesn't have the best shot. Uh, so now that we have Schaffelberg, Lee Allback, and um, you know maybe again, maybe Fafa can uh, tap in a few, we have some more options with our wingers. Um, but it, you know, that, that, dynamic number nine not only does it get goals it's fun to watch and i think that's kind of what nashville sc fans want more than anything it's just this dynamic number nine who gets the ball in the box and just corners it as you know fast as he can and makes it beautiful we we haven't had that yet in the mls um so uh us three in, in particular we're not traveling down to nashville this weekend we couldn't get down there but um, just for anybody who, any of our listeners who are heading down there, um, what is uh, what is the atmosphere in the stadium like? It is extremely fun um, right now. Some fans are upset. They just announced today that uh, we won't. We'll have very limited parking because we're right next to our fairgrounds, and they're having like a flea market fair or something. Sounds like City Field. Yeah, I don't mind. I always find parking. It's Nashville. Uh, there's parking everywhere, but. Inside the stadium, uh, anybody who goes, try some of the street tacos. We have Nashville Hot Chicken in the stadium. Um, uh, empanadas. I mean, we, we have some great places to eat. The crowd's super good. Uh, I would try to stay out of the supporter section. I don't know why some teams like to go into the other team's supporter section, but they get really uh, iffy about that, and usually security tries to stop it. But other than that, you know, we, we do have the Southern hospitality thing going. We'll... Uh, you can come tailgate with us. We're totally cool with that. Come have some beers with us. Um, it gets loud. Um, but at the same side, we have a premium seating side, which is like they get all you can eat, all you can drink stuff. That's more like a, a social type of event for those people. So you'll have like three fourths of the stadium chanting and going. And then you have these people kind of just like, it's just like a, a nice little socialite event. Casuals, basically. Yeah. You'll see a lot of the same thing in New York, too. Uh, in New York, I'm, I'm a season ticket holder. I sit in the supporter section. Well, not sit, I stand in the supporter section and jump around like a fool. Uh, but uh, you will never see, like, in a way, like, away colors, like, in the supporter section. Like, like, I've never, like, I was at every single home game, barring one last season. You never saw one. And, like, there were certain games where they were, like, really on top of it. But, like, generally speaking, like, it just doesn't happen. And like, like I remember two, the two games in particular, like were the Red Bull game and the Oculus game, 
where they were like really restrictive yeah. about who was and those, and those things are back to back as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were back to back. Like they were, they were very skeptical about even walking past it because obviously, like you know, like NYCFC is no stranger to controversy. I'm not going to shy away from it. You know, like we we, we have our uh, we have we have our hard asses. Uh, and obviously, what happened with Atlas a few months before that uh, in uh, Liga Mackey's game was not pretty. Uh, I guess. Yeah, that was a Querétaro. Yeah, it yeah. was not. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And obviously, us in Red Bull are oil and water. So yeah, but but no, yeah. So it seems like it's a pretty good good game day atmosphere with a lot of passion. Of course, everybody's it's an it's a it's a, it's football in America. There's always yeah. going to be some casuals, but yeah, but for the most part, it's just a passionate support supporter like supporter culture. Yeah, and every team I've talked to has been like, yeah, you don't go to the other teams' supporter section except for Atlanta United. Probably don't have any Atlanta United listeners, but they think it's weird we didn't let them in our supporter section. I was like, okay, um, but no, it's really fun. Again, great food, great atmosphere. Tailgating is awesome. Um, we have a lot of cool supporters groups. Uh, we do margarita shots, and uh, we have a good time. So, anybody who's listening, if you want to come uh, tailgate with us, please come find me. I'm very noticeable. I'm six four and have white hair, uh, and I have Wyatt on the back of my jersey. So what is down in Nashville? What what have you been hearing about us up up in New York? I mean, obviously we've had months to uh, to kind of know that this was our opponent. So what what have you been hearing about us uh, down there? So um, a lot. There's a lot of different voices in Nashville. Nashville's growing a lot. So, but as I call them, the more logical voices. Um, I think everyone expects to win. Um, just cause we have the home field advantage, kind of just the momentum going in and everything in our stadium. However, and I agree with this, I think y'all will end the season higher than us. Um, yes, you lost, I, you know, you, what Cal, Callens, Maxi, Johnson, and some, another big gamer. Anton, yeah. Anton Tinnerholm, Santiago Rodriguez, Nicholas Acevedo, Hebert. <laughs> although, 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 although Rodriguez is coming back though. Yeah, but he's not here yet. <laughs> But y'all, y'all still got talent, and I think it's just going to take a while for that talent to click. Because I think more than any other sport, soccer, uh, chemistry in soccer is so important. Like, you could throw a basketball team together. They might not be the best, but they'll still be good. If you throw a soccer team together, it's going to take them time. Passes are going to be missed. Shots are going to be missed. Um, so I, I think we should pull away with the win. Um, but again, at, by the end of the season, I think you're going to be ahead of us. And well, what's the most, what, what position do you see us finishing in the season? I actually just did a power ranking for uh, MLS now, and I think I had y'all fourth or fifth, to be honest. There's been okay. so right. much disrespect uh, in, yeah. on social media with people ranking NYCFC. Like they're putting us down like 11, 12, 13. Like so, like I'm like, are you kidding me? And with we, the way this team and like the way we've been scouting recently, that's impossible. Like, like, because like, even if we start off the season like rough, like there there will be reinforcements over the summer. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I, don't, I don't know if any of you all have seen this, but New Jersey legend BWP has us finishing third. Yeah, yeah, no, BWP because he knows what he's talking about. We we hate him as much as possible, but he's not <laughs> an idiot when it comes to football. Also, I, I have one question for you, Why? It's awesome that we have the same name, by the way. What's one player in particular on NYCFC that you might be worried about or that you're looking out for? Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah. If you're right or wrong. Um, we barely have any players, so there's I know. only two options. Yeah, what's the what's the young talent that is supposed to be like? We got two of them. Yeah, be more specific. <laughs> Which one? one of Magno Pereira. The, 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 Pereira. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I have a speech impediment, so if I say it wrong, I'm sorry. Um, well, he, got, well, he just got the Pereira jersey with the no, wrong. No, you got, you got it perfect. Yeah, nailed it. So, so that's what I'm saying, though. Like, y'all have some good young talent that it's going to take them a minute to click. But when they do, it's it's going to be scary. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but y'all have a, a very back-end home schedule, right? Like, you yeah. play a lot more home games. And that moment, we did we got to do that at Nissan two years ago, and it, it clicked. It was so amazing because uh, we were sharing our – no, sorry, last year. Um, because we were building our stadium and we had those games and it took us a minute, even after we got home, but when it clicked at home, it was, it was awesome. And having home field advantage is huge in this league. And, uh, so I think with that young talent and, yeah, and, uh, and we, we've seen it within the past years, you know, we kind of, uh, had a, had a little bit of a rough patch, you know, in, in the middle of the season, but then, you know, we got multiple home games and we just rallied up and, you know, we rode the momentum of the 2021 MLS cup and won that. And we came within two wins of last year. So I, I think also that as well, that kind of does give us an advantage uh, going forward to the, to the end of the season. Yeah, I think, I think, and just get ready for it. You're going to have a lot of people talking shit the first, probably fourth of the season, even to halfway to the season. And then when you CMC fans were used to that because uh, by default, like, oh, you play in a baseball stadium, despite, you know, like, despite the fact I've that, said that. They'll, yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll be kissing our asses when, when we unveil the best stadium in the Wait, here, world. Here, here's the thing, like, what we were doing our, like, like, before, like, this podcast ever even was a thing, like, we were, like, basically, like, originally, like, we we're cultivated through Twitter spaces. And, yeah. and we ran through a Twitter space one time and we, we went through results. And, I, and at Yankee Stadium, I have us winning every single game that we play there. Because we, we just, I, I don't, like, like last year, we, I think we, we won all but two. One of them was a loss, one of them was a draw. And it, and most of those games weren't, weren't even close. Like, we're talking, like, and we're talking decent teams, too. Montreal, a team that made it to the Eastern Conference Final, yeah. got absolutely destroyed 4-0, like, early on in the season. And then we beat RSL, who just a few months prior were in the Western Conference Final. or I call it the MLS Cup semifinal, because it's not a final, it's a conference yeah. final. But, like, like, and then they got beat 6-0, like, and it was just, it was ridiculous, but yeah, no, I do think that you'll be right, uh, I do think you're right in that we will have a late season surge, not to mention, like, whatever new signings that we bring in, because typically speaking, we're pretty good, like, ever since David Lee, our new sporting director, came in, we've been pretty good with pickups, especially late season pickups, and yeah, so, no, yeah, I, I agree with that front. Yeah, because not only do we have till about mid to late April, we also have the summer window as well, so that can yeah. also, also, like, kind of help us up, you know, finish higher up in the table. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried about us. Um, and again, my goal is just to be ahead of FC Cincinnati, which might be actually tougher this year than ever before. Um, but I, I, I see y'all making a good run. And I do want to give it a shout out to, uh, a guy I follow and talk to sometime, Tim Sullivan with, uh, club and country USA. He actually predicted y'all winning that year. The, um, MLS 2021. Yep. He said that y'all's XG wasn't matching up to your results and that it's going to click at the end of the season. And dude called it. I was like, we you should put money on it. Season and we got really tired of hearing it. We're like, okay, this XG is great. We went away. <laughs> I, I was, that was, that was, that was the one year, the one year I doubted us throughout the whole entire playoffs. Cause I, I've been through so much pain. I watched the Pozuelo, uh, Panenka penalty chip at city field. That fucking broke my heart. Fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> I saw the Rodrigo Schlegel one. I was really depressed. I had to go to work that day. Later that day, after we lost to Rodrigo Schlegel, I went. I went to work depressed as hell. And then, and then, twenty twenty one. You know, I I had us winning the first game, and then we'd probably lose to New England. But it, it, it's funny how life works. The one time I doubted us in the playoffs, we actually went and won the won the whole fucking thing, and we did it before New Jersey. So 
that that kind of like that's huge. Like, so yeah, who? I mean, you guys keep hopping back and forth with with the East and the West. So who who is your uh, New Jersey Red Bulls? Like, so we we hate the Red Bulls. So who who is your primary team that you just loathe, despise? Who's your hate? rival? Who's your main rival? Uh, right now it's Garber because we are sick of hopping back and forth. <laughs> you, guys, uh, you guys hop and forth more than we switch stadiums, dude. <laughs> We're sick of it, and they told us it wouldn't happen, I guess, and it, it, if they try to do it again, I do think our ownership is, is going to throw down because it's not good for us. But um, I think I think you guys should be fine. I think that the next the next team is going to be in the West, so I think you, you guys are in the East. For be the honest, Apple. you'd rather be in the West than the East, right? No, we missed the East. Those road games were awful. No, but I'm saying uh, in terms of ta- like the, the, East, the Eastern Conference is hands down better than the Western Conference, like talent-wise, top to bottom. I mean, LAFC was pretty good last year. Um, that's, but that's about it. No, like out, out west, there's not really like. It. But but here's what sucked with our, our schedule is we had to play all the west teams, but we also played a lot of east teams because it was easier for them. So we had Philly, um, Cincy one time, and another really good east team, Atlanta, or Charlotte. Or yeah, yeah, both of those. those. And uh, then back to the west. So it we hated the west. It, it was awful. No, um, but yeah, and I think I would imagine traveling from Tennessee to like a Portland or a Vancouver, like consistently, like like and that far consistently, is not very good for like. Momentum. I think we I think we had fifteen fans at the saddle game, and like no one could blame it. Like that's, that's so far, and um, I think so, I think also the kickoff times right were kind of were a bit of a nightmare for you guys. Yeah, I have three kids, and sometimes they were starting at nine thirty, and I was like, okay, sure, uh, but I um. SC Cincinnati is is our Red Bulls. They can eat shit. Um, that, that's, a, that's a USL rivalry, right? That dates back to your USL days. It is. And if you ask them, they'll say Nashville SC. And it's funny because I feel like MLS is trying to like pit them against Columbus and us against Atlanta. And we're like, no, we hate each other. Um, so much so that I'm probably on their Twitter talking shit more than I see you know, my uh, own team's Twitter. Uh, but Despite the fact that, we're, that we hate the Jersey Red Bulls, like... Uh, the team that we like to talk shit most to is uh Miss is uh Senior Duke uh Philly. Yeah, we, we we love to make fun of their pain. And also, you know, with the three game series now, the playoffs, yeah. Uh they, they, now they potentially have two excuses now as opposed to not, one. No, not only not only do they want to say we have an asterisk above our crest, we could go ahead and say they got two. Because they have two what if cups. Oh. Man, being a Philly fan this year sucked. Oh <laughs> yeah, and they're only three championship games as well. Um but yeah, Cincinnati. I mean, you go at one point. Go look at their Twitter, especially the the Jersey thing they were doing. It's full of Nashville fans just just talking shit. Uh, we love talking about their three wooden spoons. Um, they did still are in a MLS year from us. We were supposed to be in that year. They jumped in. There's just a lot of bitter rivalry. Uh, I'm excited to go to that away game this year. That's got to sure. be rough for Cincy though, because Cincy's primary rivalry, I want to say, is Columbus, and then I guess like. You're their secondary, but you're. But I guess uh, are they? Do you guys have a rivalry with with Atlanta? Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. I think you stepped away. The MLS, I think Atlanta has a rivalry with everybody in the South. Man, we can't stand them. They think they're shit because they're in the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Um, but MLS is really trying to push that, and I've I've seen tons of Cincy fans say like, "I hate Columbus, but I can't stand Nashville." <laughs> I. And it it just goes back so many years, uh, especially in USL. But then again, like. Uh, we were, they took our bid for the MLS spot. Um, they then won three wooden spoons. Um, 
they took Brenner from us, we say, but we stupidly gave him away. Um, how, 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 how so? Did, were you guys like interested and you guys just kind of pulled out of negotiations or what? I think we, we got, we picked him in our, um, discovery rights. <laughs> no, 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 no. We picked him in our freaking draft. Uh, I can't think right now. Our new team the expansion draft was the expansion yeah, draft. Yeah. yeah. And then before he even came, we, we sold him off. So we didn't even give him a chance. Yeah, because he, he, he went for like $15 million or something, like something insane. But, man, could we have used it? So, um, nah, there's just a lot of animosity there. But it, it's still fun. Uh, we joke with him. Uh, Didn't you guys smash him like 6-3 one time? Yep, and then we smashed him 6-3 in preseason just a week ago, so that was fun too. But uh, the the six three one was really fun because they were up two zero, then three one, and then we beat them six three at their stadium. Uh, Sounds so, like people. You know, yeah, it, it was. They, they don't seem to be very good at keeping like big leads because we actually played Cincinnati last season. They went up like three zero within like the first like twenty five minutes, and then we actually drew them level uh, with just before halftime as well. And then we went up a goal, and then they were able to salvage the point by scoring a late. Equalizer. So yeah, that's that's, that's the and that's the city dog in us, you know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's that dog that was in uh, Pereira. That's that 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 finish. We all talk about that one finish he did with his right foot, but that that goal against Cincinnati, like all things, all context considered, was a banger. Fucking love it. All right, so now comes the point of the show where. Um, Wyatt, what what is your what is your hot take prediction for the result this Saturday? All right, hot take. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say three one us. Uh, I think Hani. I I'm saying it here. Hani's gonna get a brace. He wants to prove that. I was surprised you didn't say Hani Hattrick. Nah, I wish I'd, that the stadium would go nuts. But he he'll get a brace, and we'll see a, a another good goal maybe by Leal or Schafferberg. Um. But uh, and then we'll let one slide by. Uh, but I think it's going to be three-one, uh, Hani brace. I actually think it's going to be a lot more comfortable now. Before you got on, I predicted that we would lose two-nil, just because even though I do rate the talent that we have in the squad as as is, I, I understand that we lost a lot in the offseason. But on paper, if you look at our eleven, it's still a very formidable eleven and yeah. one hundred percent a playoff team. I think without a doubt, despite the, what some pundits may think. But I do think it's going to take Thomas Magno time to adjust at the nine. He's a, he's he's naturally a winger, and that's typically his play style. That's what he's always preferred doing his entire career. Uh, I do think I, I think he can be a viable nine, and I will think he hit, will hit double digit goals at one point. But I do think that early on, this is going to be a goal scoring by committee team where we're not going to have anyone. We're not going to have a Tati Castellanos like threat who's just banging in goals for fun. Uh, you know, like like at a torrid pace, like he was before he left us last season. I do think that's going to take us some time. Uh, I, I could see us maybe getting a draw, best case scenario, maybe like a 2-2-1-1 draw, but like that's best case scenario. I do think that Nashville will win this game too. Your, your, your goal will be from a set piece. For whatever reason, we can't defend set pieces. Maybe, but we lost our best set piece guy in the offseason. That was Collins, and he's not, no longer here. So, uh, you know, like, I mean, Talis is tall, but he's not a clinical goal scorer. Gabby Pereira is pretty good goal scorer but he's also uh you know very you know challenged when it comes to height he's very <laughs> sure well to be fair Tiago Martins is okay on Tiago Martins seems he seems to be good in the air but it's always like almost with him he's never scored a, a league goal 
for us. It's always off the post or off the crossbars, crossbars. Somebody clears it off the line. Uh, it, it's always a, a situation like that. Snow can still get it done every now and then, but like he, he's not a reliable. Keaton Parks has got the height to win those headers. But once again, not a clinical goal scorer. As a matter of fact, I've seen Keaton Parks miss some hilarious, like, like miss hilariously in certain. It's uh, amazing. I remember, I remember the one time against uh, Red Bull when uh, he was like yeah. literally right in front of the goal. Like Luis, yeah, I, I, Luis Red Bull like parried it up to him, like like volleyball type, and all it had to do was just head it in, and he missed. Yeah, Keaton Parks, in my opinion, is the best midfielder in the league, I think, bar none. And I think if he had a shot on him, he'd be back in Europe already. That's, like, really the only thing that's missing from this game. And I would have taken him on the national team. Joe, yeah, by, by, Matt, by midfielder, you mean best eight in the in, – in, I mean, because – Oh, best eight, yes. Hani, best Hani Mutar is the best midfielder in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say anything. This is the NYC. <laughs> oh, he, had to, he, had to, he had to beat out Mukhtar Andrews. Who was, well, yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm Best eight. Me. He's the best eight box-to-box. He's the best, best box-to-box box midfielder, like, between the lines. Yeah, one of the um, yeah, so I um I I definitely am not confident heading into this uh t- heading into the season opener. Uh, we did not get very favorable results in preseason. We uh we only won one game, and it was a pretty it was against a pretty good opponent, LA Galaxy. Um, but we we lost to the t- we lost to ten men Timbers. The t- uh, the Timbers went down to ten men it, um early in the second half, I believe. Uh, we couldn't manage to score a goal, and then conceded on a corner kick. Against the ten men Timbers, um, and that is the current state of our team. Um, I do realize that we, we did have some high. Uh, we we had a lot of young players playing during preseason. Um, I, I don't think any of our guys played. Most of our guys didn't play full nineties. But I mean, losing one zero to Minnesota, tying San Jose, who we smacked in the mouth last year, two two. Um, La we tied LAFC one uh, one. Uh, beat the Galaxy, tied St. Louis City 3-3, and that was like a come-from-behind draw against potential wooden spoon winner St. Louis this year, um, and then losing to Portland. I just, I don't, I'm not filled with confidence right now. I know, I know people say preseason results don't matter, but like the the momentum from getting positive results in preseason does matter. Heading into it, heading into a very formidable opponent in Nashville, SC in the first game, um, I'm not confident. I and, and I'm also. Uh, I mean, we don't we don't play well away. We do not play well away. Um, so I mean, and then we don't play against, well against Nashville SC. So I think it's a recipe for disaster. Um, I can I can very well see a a three one score line or even a three nil score line um, in the favor of of Nashville. I would love I'll, to see it. I'll, uh, I'll 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 be a bit positive. I'll be slightly positive, but I, I'm I'm I don't think we'll win this game. I just don't think we'll win this game. Um, I, I, I could see a one, one draw, maybe even a two, two, but I'm going to go one, one, but I, I could also see us, you know, kind of losing in the last minute, you know, possibly some magic from Hani Mukhtar, you know, he's in the MVP for a reason. Who scores uh, the goal from NYCFC? Gabriel Pereira. Gabriel Pereira. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think, I, I think Pereira will, will, uh, will score. And then I think, I think we'll let it slip. Um, I think come within like the last 15 minutes or so, probably 75th, 80th minute. I think we'll let it slip. I think we'll give. We'll give Nashville a, a chance that we probably should have cleaned up, and they'll they'll equalize on that. I think Hani Mukhtar will score the goal. Um, if we have Tony Alfaro out there, then he he will definitely be responsible for that goal off a set piece. But <laughs> but uh, I'm going to say one one. But I, but this could easily go Nashville's way. This could easily be a, a two one loss or or a three one loss or possibly even worse. Um, I know I know the momentum. We don't have the momentum on our side, but I'm also kind of in the camp where preseason doesn't really matter. It, it only matters when you show up, but. 
uh, I agree with uh, Joe's philosophy. You know, the winning and losing is contagious. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of split in the middle, but I'm going to say one one draw. So here's another hot take: uh, Does this game finish eleven v eleven? I think so. I don't know. Little little, uh, red, little redheaded fire engine over there. He's a little, little chippy player, former Red Bull player. He, he gets stuck into tackles. Is he your captain? Is is Dak is Dax the captain? No, it's, I think it's Zimmerman. It's gonna, it's probably gonna be Zimmerman after coming back from Qatar. Um, if yeah, I can't I can't see it being anyone else. If we if we don't get a goal from open play, it'll be a Zimmerman penalty kick, and then we'll we'll score it. <laughs> I'll be I'll be surprised if Dak starts. To be honest, uh, I could see Godoy and Davis being uh, in front of him. So, all right. Well, Wyatt, th- yeah. thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving us some insight into into the enemy uh, this weekend. Um, I, uh, I I hope that we were in for a fun uh, opening Saturday, and uh, we'd love to have you on. I think we play you guys later on in the season. I believe. April, I think. Yeah, so I'd, love, I'd love to have you and your comp- and your fellow podcast compatriot, who I, we we all work for MLS uh, MLS now, uh, contributing as correspondents. Um, but I'd love to have you guys on later on the season, so we can see how things have shaken up and and what's what what's kind of transpired throughout this twenty twenty three season. But I uh, appreciate sure. you coming on. And uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, good luck, good luck Saturday, and hopefully it's a good game. Also, all right. Plug, plug, Cheers, your man. Socials, plug your socials really quick. Where can oh yeah, yeah. Well, where, where do you tweet at? Oh yeah, uh, I'm at Super Duper Wyatt. Um, I am 90% about MLS and soccer. I do throw in some college sports. Uh, we're in the South. College sports are huge. Rocky Top. Yeah, <laughs> I just, Rocky Top. I just, I just clocked. I just clocked. This is the same opener, if if you think about it, as the NFL Titans Giants, and this is Nashville City. Wow. So so if if the two coincide together, we should be seeing a city win on a missed penalty kick. No, we're not comparing Just ourselves saying. to the Titans right now. <laughs> uh, rough, rough season for you guys. Rough off season too. Um, but yeah, at Super Duper Wyatt, um, I might talk trash, but it's never personal. It's just fun. Uh, but thanks it's for letting sports me. Banner. It's just sports banner. Uh, thanks for having me, though. I really yeah, appreciate and, uh, it. Yeah, and so if, if any of our followers are going down to Nashville this weekend, hit hit up Wyatt. Um, he'll show you where the uh, where the best grub is to get in the stadium and and how to uh, how to enjoy your your weekend in uh, in Nashville. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. See you later. Cheers, man. Have a good weekend. You too. All right, boys. It's about that time. Uh, I'm I'm still even though even though I'm not confident about the result, I'm still just so excited that MLS is back and that our boys are playing a meaningful game on Saturday. I'm just I'm just excited. I'm just anticipating March 11th. I'm just excited to get back. Yeah, no, no, that's 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 really the day. But I'm I'm, but I'm actually I'm 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 excited to see this product that Apple's about to roll out. I'm excited to watch a game that's not on Yes Network. So, um, so I, well, actually, that I mean, I guess you answered it for me. I was asking who the uh, who, who amongst us is going to Webster Hall on Saturday to I, watch. The I, I am not. I'm not going. I'm not either. I'm going to be watching. Are uh, I'm going to be the only one of of us three. Right, we gotta re- you got to rep- put on for our set. Put on. For yeah, us. yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I was thinking that you know, like beyond the smokestacks, needs you know some kind of representation. You know, no taxation without representation. But not, you know, <laughs> we, we need we need to have a seat at the table. You know, uh, on the island. We just took me back to eighth grade social studies. Thanks, Christian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we we need to have that, and so you know, uh, but you know, uh, and also like if because I just have such a bad feeling about this first game, and I just and I have a feeling it's going to go so poorly. And the last thing I want to do is be like by myself on my couch 
in the midst of all the bullshit that's been going on in my life, watching this fucking game play out yeah. by myself sober. Uh, so yeah. Uh, I, so I, when I, when I, when I got the uh, notification, I thought they were going to charge me. They just gave me a ticket. So, okay. I was like, all right. So, you know, I'll, 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 I'll probably head out there. Uh, I think the, the doors open super early, but I'm not going to get there super early. I'll probably get there around like six 30 or so. And yeah, just let, 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 let the alcohol flow. And, I know, uh, uh, I know the uh, city boys podcast is going to be there. I know that I'm not, I'm not sure who else is going to be there. Okay. I know. I know yeah, uh, yeah. I know. I know some of the. I know some of the guys from NYCFC Forever, like Jonathan Sanchez. I, know, I think he's going down to Nashville. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sanchez usually. I think. I think he'll. he'll he, go he, to, he, he he regularly attends road games. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll go to like a road game. If it's like a, like a like a good like a big road game. Like mm-hmm. like some like I, I don't think I'm not too sure what Irv does. I think Irv like works a lot, so like I don't think he'll be down there, but. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to try, I want to go to some away games this year, but it, it's, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of in a transitional phase. I don't know what this new schedule is going to look like. Should I get one? And I, I, I would love to attend games. I'm actually, I've actually been basing my applications, my early applications strictly on what's not going to keep me away from my season tickets. So like, I'm just like, 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 so like no night shifts, none of that. Like I, I I'm not tolerating that. Like I, I want, you know, to have. I want to have that time to go to those games because it, it's such a big. It's it's become part of my lifestyle. I can't I can't go without it, and I don't. No one's getting my season tickets. Go fuck yourself, you know. Like so, yeah. All right, so you you guys heard it. Christian will be at Webster Hall um, on Saturday for the game. Um, so one third of of uh, Beyond the Smokestacks will be there. Um, hopefully, I mean, hoping for the best, but expecting the worst. Maybe maybe we get a. Po- I, I would say a positive result. Um, realistically, would be to get at, would be to escape Nashville with a point. Um, if we come back with three, fucking perfect, like great, that's awesome. Uh, but not not optimistic. No, not a lot of optimism coming out of our camp right now. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week, um, talking about the result from this match and then previewing Chicago away. So that should be fun. A much more winnable game, in my opinion. But we will... It's also great that we'll be able to watch these games. We're yeah. talking about we're previewing games that we'll be able to watch. It's beautiful <laughs> without having to jump jump through hoops or uh, pull up Twitter to watch it on Twitter or finding out if it's on the Yes app or on Yes TV. <laughs> it's just all on Apple, which is great. So but I'm, I'm excited to see their product that they roll out uh, to see how the how the viewing is um, on Apple. So that, that should be fun. But uh, uh, Davi, where do you tweet out of? You can find me on Twitter at that boy Davi. Christian? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CASmithNYC. And you can find me, as always, at Coach Joe. We are Beyond the Smokestacks. And as always, New York is blue. Peace!